Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. That's Jake Bachhoven. Congratulations, Malachi Coleman. Got his four-star Lincoln East wide receiver. Yeah. That's a big deal to get that four is a star. Big deal. Four star here in the city of Lincoln. Does he have a Nebraska offer? I think that he's at least has uh interest from Nebraska. I'm not yeah. sure if there's an offer. He's a twenty twenty three kid. Um yeah. see I don't know. I We're not gonna need wide receivers in twenty twenty three. When he's labeled an athlete, so we'll see where he's gonna We're going to the play triple next, option. But. Back to the triple option uh, with the new <laughs> offense. So we won't need wide receivers at all. Uh, we'll look just like Army and Navy. Um, Fred Hoiberg did speak to the media after the game. Obviously, he does after every game. Uh, and one of the big uh, topics of conversation uh, was the point guard position. Alonzo Verge has struggled. Struggled again last night. Um, it was 5 of 15 for the field. Took some weird kind of shots. And the question is, is he still a point guard? Or is he a point guard? Uh, but Hoiberg still has a lot of confidence in Alonzo Verge. Well, again, you know, he is such a gifted player, talented player, and he's always had a scorer's mentality, uh, playing off the ball really for the last four years and asked to score the ball at a high, at a high clip. Played off the ball last year with the, one of the top point guards, transferred to Kansas, Remy Martin. And, you know, now, uh, you know, understanding, getting in the paint, uh, and he missed three – Layups right, right at the basket in the last game. He makes those. Maybe it was a different story for him. And you know, but when he gets in there and makes a play, uh, generally we get a good shot. And I and believe me, I still have a hundred percent confidence in Alonzo Verge. Do you, Bach? Do you have a hundred percent confidence in Bach? I, I think he's one of your more talented players by far. Your best ball handler. Um, I think that, you know, it's going to be hard to get that scoring mentality out of him. That's yeah. how he's made it to where he is. Um, so it's going to be an adjustment. And, again, I don't know if it's as bad as people are making it as well. Right. I mean, because he did have a 4-to-1 turnover-to-assist ratio or assist-to-turnover right. ratio last night. I think that even if he keeps playing as is, he'll lead, you know, be one of the leaders in the Big Ten in right. assists. But uh, clearly, you know, obviously they, they kind of want a different look from him. I I. I understand the the groans, the audible groans in Pinnacle Bank Arena, and you know it, it's going to take some time. But I mean, he's by far, you know, if not your most talented player, right up there with it. I mean, obviously, got some, some talent and athleticism on the roster, but he's, I, I I think he's a key piece moving forward. I don't I don't think that you should significantly low, you know, drop his role or anything like that. I'm having deja vu. Didn't we have this same conversation, all of us here on the ticket, uh, regarding Teddy at times? Yeah. that he would take over games, but the offense was clunky. Uh, and I think Alonzo has done that already, where at times he takes over the game, but it looks clunky, and the ball doesn't move. But Teddy was so good, and Alonzo's so good, that sometimes you didn't, if the ball was going in, you didn't have a big problem with it. Uh, even though it tended to be a lot of other guys standing around watching them play. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, and I think Hoiberg's trying to, to jump on this thing quick. Uh, 
and make Alonzo a point guard. Uh, the points will come. That's, a, I think, probably a speech. The points will come, but please do it within the offense. And when you drive the lane, look to pass first rather than shoot first. Well, and, and those, and, but some of it too is just the movement without the ball, right? You know, you, you, you know we can all get caught watching Alonzo Verge um, doing his, you know, one on one type of thing. But if you're moving toward him or you kind of cut off his space, right, then he doesn't have anywhere to go. Then, then he has to move the ball. Um, so unless he's waving you off, you know, that could be a way for a teammate to do it. But the other thing is they scored several times on back cuts last night. That was a thing of beauty. Uh, and, you know, but. But you just watch Creighton, some of them guys, some of their guys moving without the ball, finding an open spot. Yeah. A lot of it's just kind of standing around watching Alonzo, getting position to rebound, getting a position to drive behind yeah. him or get your guy watching him as well. Yeah. I mean, so some of it, you know, can be the teammates around him that open up opportunities for themselves because he's got he's got he's got the ball handling ability to be enough of a distraction that he can kick it out if you're moving. But mm. if you're just standing there and your defender's just standing there and everybody's watching and you're not getting in rebounding position, then it is just going to be ISO Alonzo. It will be. Um, and there are nights where maybe we don't even complain about it because again, oh, yeah. he's, he's so good. Uh, he missed a lot of layups at the rim. That was a problem uh, last year. It was a, it's been a problem in a couple games uh, this year. I think that's a big part of the shooting percentage. If you could make some of those layups, sometimes six or seven a game or at least five or six, uh, your shooting percentage would be dramatically better uh, than it has so far. And Nebraska hasn't hit over the 41% mark from a team that we thought would be an excellent shooting team. Now, at times they've shot the three pretty well, uh, but they're, in, they're, they're shooting in total has not been good a lot because no. of missed layups around the rim. Uh, one of the notes to come out of, a big note to come out of last night's game, of course, is McGowan's. Uh, Trey McGowan's loss for maybe we don't know how long. I'm hoping that he can come back at some point this season. This is Fred Hoiberg talking about the loss of Trey McGowan's. Uh, just first of all, guys, a quick update on Trey. Um, he, uh, he, has a, he, he broke his foot tonight, so uh, just devastating news for the heart and soul of our team and uh, came down on it wrong and uh, and broke the fifth metatarsal so he'll meet with our <clears throat> our team tomorrow a team of physicians and trainers and we'll put a time frame on um, on the rehab and, and when we can expect him back you know we, we expect him fully uh, to make or to make a full recovery and uh, and be back to normal we don't know the time frame of it yet uh, but it's it's just heartbreaking for a guy that has come in here and bought into his role. <clears throat> he is our best leader. Kobe's 100% right on that. What uses his voice every day in practice, from the warm up all the way to the end. So really tough loss. You know, really feel for him. He'll have a lot of support through this process, and hopefully he'll be back as uh, as soon as possible. So the double whammy. Not only do you start one and two on the season, you've lost your best team leader uh you bought lost your best on ball defender you've lost the glue of your team the guy the heart and soul as fred hoiberg said of this basketball team and you could say well they'll try to overcome it they'll, they'll overcome it but that's way easier said than done yeah it is and it, it you know it, it is a lot of those other things like bryce mcgowan's the player 
um, has as our Trey McGowan's excuse me, the player has enough um, in him, like we've been mentioning, you know, perimeter defender, all that stuff that he brings to the table. But it's kind of you know, he just feels like the leader of the team. You know, the right. the, the guy uh, came back, was excited to play with his brother. You know, for the first time in years, um, and and it, it, this just isn't the way that you envision it yeah. happening. But uh, you know, life throws you curveballs. That both the team and Trey are going to have to to deal with this the best that they can. And 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 hopefully, like Hoiberg was saying, that there's a hope that he's back. At at some point this season. So, you know, hopefully by the time he can come back, Nebraska's playing, you know, better and relevant ball, and he'll be, you know, a, an extra piece that can boost them at that point. Yeah, they um, they will desperately miss uh, his intensity from a team that lacks intensity. You never question that from Trey McGowan's. He's just an intense guy anyway. Um, and uh, the best athlete. I think um, one of the, if not the best, I think maybe Keon Edwards would compete for that role, uh, best athlete. But Trey McGowan's, he's a built dude. Uh, and now he breaks a bone in his foot, uh, and who knows? He might get him somewhere around the Big Ten season, or you might not get him at all. But you have to. I think you have to go forward preparing that you're not going to get him at all. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, and like like Coach said, you might – Get the timeline of it today, but um, you know it, it's just it's a it's a big loss for this team, yeah. um, and just to, just to, I mean so fun to watch. What that's yeah. going to be you know part of it that hurts for Nebraska ball you know viewing pleasure too is man yeah. you, you've had teams in the past in Nebraska. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go where they'd have two or three guys that could dunk, and it was like one hand with uh, a tennis ball. This guy can throw it down. Oh, it, it would be interesting to like get the all-time best Nebraska dunkers ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, he would be on that list. He'd have to be. He would have to be on. He had one of the best ones uh, in uh, not against Colorado, uh, but I think it was against Western Illinois. Yeah, where he had you two kinda, big ones. You thought that kind of sealed the game. Uh, the one at the end that gave Nebraska, I think, a four point lead, uh, and then they gave it up. I, but I thought that was the defining moment. He he could go over top of people. He tried to do it again um, last, last night. night. Yeah, uh, and he got uh, he drew a foul and he made two free throws on that. But he tried to jam it from like the top of the key. That's what amazes me when he goes up for those. You know, you're thinking, oh wait, that's a little too far. That yeah. you know, but he it's not. No, he's no, always getting too, rim. That guy's and an uh, almost throwing it down. You, I mean, he's he's a better athlete from what I've seen than his brother, the five star yeah. Bryce McCowan's. Um, so he'll be desperately missed by Nebraska basketball, and we'll see how they react. Sometimes teams step up. When that happens, and it's, you know, the next man up mentality. Uh, the latest college football rankings have uh, no new teams in the top seven. One through seven is all the same. You have Georgia, number one, 
followed by Alabama, number two. Then you've got Oregon, Ohio State, and Cincinnati, number five. Then you've got uh, Michigan, followed by Michigan State at seven, uh, Notre Dame at eight, Oklahoma State. Uh, actually, Oklahoma State is 10, so I missed one in there somewhere. Uh, but what do you think of the the latest rankings? They get it right. The top seven are all the same. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot of movement among the top seven. It's it's kind of interesting what they do with Oklahoma now, even below two uh, teams that have lost two games, and Ole Miss and Baylor, all the way down at 13. They're going to get a chance. Uh, you know, maybe if they beat number nine, Oklahoma State, get another win to kind of get yeah. back into the mix. But that's where they should be considering their schedule this far. It just hasn't yeah. been very tough. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I kind of like what they're doing there. They they don't just let the brand kind of uh, yeah. you, know, you know get above yeah. the fact that they haven't played a very difficult schedule. Uh, so that looks good. Wisconsin at number 15. That's up three spots, so they're kind of getting uh, a little bit of respect there. Iowa also up three spots if you're looking at the Big Ten West, you know, in the next couple opponents. Um, so you're looking it's, – it's looking – if Iowa beats Illinois this weekend, uh, two top 20 opponents for Nebraska to finish the yeah. season. Um, looks like they'll be there by the time they play them. So uh, another opportunity to kind of somewhat change the narrative and get your biggest win in the Frost era, as, as weird as it is, yeah. regardless if it will be going for four and eight or whatever the case may be. But um, still some big opportunities opportunities out there for him but as far as the playoffs yeah. go um if you if you end it t- today that's uh, that's the type of playoff that i'd like to see cincinnati's gonna like we've said all along just need some help in this ohio state michigan michigan state uh crossover that we're gonna see in the final two right. weeks is just going to be amazing i think if cincinnati wins out they're gonna get the help that they want i i oregon for example is favored to lose to utah this weekend utah is the favorite uh to oregon It'll be difficult for Oregon, I think, to win out. I, I do think uh, Georgia will beat Alabama, um, and so maybe Alabama falls out. I mean, yeah. if they get in uh, with two losses, that's going to create a lot of anger from teams like Cincinnati if they go undefeated. Um, but Cincinnati, there's a lot of teams that are going to need some help. Uh, Cincinnati probably, or Notre Dame, for example, uh, needs Cincinnati to lose. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see a lot there uh, because uh, Notre Dame still has Michigan and Michigan State uh, ahead of them along with Ohio State. So it feels like the Big Ten champion, if it's a one-loss team, is in. Uh, you know, I think everybody's biggest worry is that both Georgia and Alabama somehow manage to get in. That knocks a lot of people out. Because yeah, I just don't – I mean, and if Alabama beats Georgia, then that's that's what's going to happen, and deservedly so. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, it, it will, it will you know, kind of crowd the, the, the four that you have going in. Cincinnati, by the week, 8-2 uh, and two SMU, their biggest right. test on the regular season, probably going to have, uh, you know, a, a championship game right. in, in there as well. So they've, they've kind of got two big tests, and one of them are this week. Uh, I, I personally – I know a lot right. of people are, are cheering for Cincinnati. I'd kind of yeah. like them to get, to get out of the way right. and let the big boys do the fighting. By the way, uh, Michigan's kind of rooting for Ohio State this week uh, because Michigan State, uh, that's the team that beat them. They have Ohio State. So Michigan would like to see Ohio State uh, excuse me, win this week and then play uh, a, a one-loss Ohio State in Ann Arbor next week. Yeah, uh, That looks better to the committee if Ohio State doesn't lose before they play them. Plus, it knocks Michigan State out of it. Uh, for Michigan's purposes, yeah, yeah, that's gonna that could be interesting. You're right. If Michigan State wins this week, 
and then Michigan just doesn't really have a chance to, yeah. to rebuttal there, then they'll be a one-loss team not going to the Big Ten championship game. And it depends on, of course, they'd yeah. have to take care of their business against Ohio State uh, the following week. Penn State would uh, also present a challenge for Michigan State as they round things up. So still a possibility there. But, yeah, it, I mean, that, that's that's very true. The Michigan State win this week uh, could really doom the Wolverines. You know, the one we never talk about, Oklahoma State, uh, because they're so far down there. But that's a pretty good football team. Uh, they're playing great defense. If they run the table, uh, I know they're going to need a lot of help. But if they run the table, that's the Big 12 is better than, for example, the ACC. It's way oh, better. Yeah. It's not a bad conference. It's a really good conference. So, you know, they might be in the discussion as well, Oklahoma State. Yeah, you could see it. I mean, they're, they're kind of, you know, Wake Forest, you could probably argue, still in there at the ACC at, you know, 9-1 as well. Um, like, But like we are saying, for Cincinnati, the, the most important thing is Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State will, will figure each other out. You only get one amongst that group. Yeah. Um, so the next one-loss team after those Big Ten teams is Notre Dame. And Oklahoma State could jump Notre Dame if right. Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, and that's impressive enough. Um, but, you know, they, they have that tiebreaker over Notre Dame, yeah. so... Uh, the head-to-head, so that should give them uh, at least the edge there. Uh, but it's it's going to be fascinating. And I think you're right. Don't yeah. sleep on Oklahoma State because yeah. uh, you know two wins against Oklahoma or a win against yeah. Oklahoma and, and Baylor, whatever happens in the Big Twelve yeah. Championship game, that could be enough. And it, yeah. it almost would be enough for me if if you beat Baylor yeah. twice and Oklahoma once, yeah. you know, that probably deserve to get in. I, I think Notre Dame needs a lot of help. Their strength of schedule is not very good, um, and they don't have a lot of marquee wins. Plus, they lost to Cincinnati, so Cincinnati uh, wins out. They're ahead of Notre Dame. So it's going to be difficult, I think, for the Irish. And Notre Dame's a team, um, just historically, you know, when they get that big moment, they seem kind of outmatched. You know, it's good for them to get there. They're a great brand in college football. I love college football a lot better when Notre Dame is good. Um, But I don't know. I I feel like maybe even their – not just their schedule this year, but their past performances – once they get to these college football playoffs, yeah. might hurt them a little bit too. You know they're not like even top thirty or forty on offense or defense. They don't yeah. do anything that well except for they win. They remind me a little bit of Iowa, um, the way they win. Except for Iowa, I think is in a tougher, you know, has had a much tougher schedule uh, than Notre Dame. Although Notre Dame does have the Wisconsin win, and that's yeah. looking better and better. That's yeah, I believe they – I'd have to double-check. I think Kyle Hamilton, their star safety, is out for the year, or at least yeah. out for the time being, so that might hurt him as well. Um, they wrap it up with Georgia Tech and Stanford, so shouldn't be much of a problem there, though Stanford did get the upset victory over Oregon yeah. earlier this year, so maybe something there. Stanford has not been good as of late. No. Uh, they've been really bad. Uh, so the strength of schedule is not going to improve with those two teams. But Notre Dame list. looks like they'll be a yeah. one-loss team. Yeah, like, they'll but be, you're right. They yeah. might, might end up fifth or sixth. Yeah. Of those uh, yeah, teams. they'll 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 be a one loss team. It's just that uh, that one loss is a team that's still ahead of them, and if they went out, they're in. Yeah. Uh, probably in. I think Cincinnati should be in. Uh, let's get to the break and come back with Wingman four six four five six eight five. It is what's the hook Wednesday. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to read the song with a country accent <laughs> <laughs> with your voice today. Yeah, with with this voice that'll be perfect. Well, it's gonna be terrible, and it's coming up next four six four five six eight five. We'll do it next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.